0: It is that scary time of uh, the year. It's uh, Halloween looming upon us and the voice there, we all expected Michael Jackson to suddenly come in, but that's the voice of Vincent Price. Is. Lisa, is it not?
1: It is. That's my gift to you, Pat, because I know you love Vincent Price and there's a great story behind this, of course, for our segment today, because I think, you know, everybody knows Thriller is the quintessential Halloween uh, uh, well song, I suppose, but Vincent Price lends his voice, as you know, there to the chilling narration. And what's brilliant about this is, which I know people don't know, he did it in one take. That's the original recording one from take. 1982 there and it only took him two hours. They got a taxi. Michael Jackson wanted him and he said yes straight away. They got a cab to collect him. Went to the recording studio, took two hours. He got $20,000 for it. Only a token really at that time and away he went. And of course this makes the cultural phenomenon that Thriller is.
0: Oh, and it certainly does. Um Vincent Price himself, I mean he was an iconic horror star.
1: Yeah. He really was. And, you know, we we talk about obviously all the movies we're going to talk about over this week, we did last week and more next week. But really, you know, Vincent Price's narration, particularly on this, was the impact that it had culturally because people didn't really know a lot of Vincent Price's work. I mean, you know, he actually only passed away in 1993. He had a very long and distinguished career. Horror films include everything from House of Wax in 1953 to The Fly in 1958 and, of course, Tingler, if anyone remembers that. But his distinctive voice and that scream present made him the iconic figure Mm. figure that he was. But when Michael Jackson put him in Thriller, he he opened himself up to a whole new generation and audience of people that loved him.
0: Now, he uh, uh, cropped up in all sorts of places. He appeared on The Twilight Zone. He appeared on uh, Batman. uh, And also the Edgar Allan Poe, uh, The Pit and the Pendulum, uh, The Fall of the House of Usher, which has been remade at the moment. You've probably seen uh, ads for it on. uh, And The Raven. So, I mean... Horror was his life.
1: Horror was his life. And the success of Thriller not only was a commercial success, as we know, and I mean, my Instagram is flooded with people pretending to the dance or doing it for charity or other, but his contribution added that extra layer of intrigue and kind of um, suspense to it as well. But it also solidified his status as a beloved figure in the horror genre. And of course, as I said, new introduction of a generation of fans. We actually made a lot of money off the back of Thriller um, appearances, Comic-Con, everything in between. But... But he only got paid $20,000. He only got a
0: one-off payment. He yeah. didn't get residuals from Thriller, unfortunately. No, I
1: thought that was a nice thing. You know, just to put that yeah. in for everybody today, because I don't think many people would have known that's the original recording there. Now, we're
0: going to talk about a, another horror movie in a moment, and that is Scream, the movie. And we have a clip from that. We won't play it just yet. But you've got a kind of a, a list of people's favourite Halloween scary movies.
1: Yeah. Now, we, we kind of lightningly look back at this last week, but I, I mean, so many people reached out to me on Instagram and, and Twitter and they said, Oh, you didn't put in The Shining, you didn't put in Psycho or Silence of the Lambs. Jaws is in there, weirdly enough. Um, But lots well, of thriller
0: rather than. Uh, more
1: than a horror, of course. Yeah. And people were saying, What about Alien, directed by Ridley Scott? And, you know, that's a 1979 classic. Of course it is. The Conjuring is more what I would think, Um, you know, 2013's um, offering. Nightmare in Elm Street, obviously The Thing, 1982, directed by John Carpenter, and The Ring, you know, more the kind of newer movies, although that is since 2002. But The Sixth Sense is also a great one as well, M. Night Shyamalan. So, the Crimson many.
0: Peak, you mentioned on your list here, mm. directed by Guillermo del Toro. I haven't seen that. What's that about?
1: That is, oh, that's a horrible. horrible <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I, as I said to you, the, some some of them I watch, some of them I can partly watch through my fingers. Um, Crimson Peak is a very a dark movie. Of course, Guillermo del Toro, mm. if you all know his work, Pan's Labyrinth and everything in between. It's incredibly creepy. Mm. I won't spoil it for you, Pat, because um, I think there's ones I know you haven't watched yet, which I know you'd love. Yeah. I'll so, give you So there'll be
0: loads on telly over the next while. There is. Run up to Hol- even to last Halloween.
1: night, Saw 3 was on. Um, and I suppose, you know, we'll talk about it in a second, but just even the supernatural horrors and thrillers are... are deeply disturbing but if you want to go down that level in your psyche go for it Um, you know there's some of the possession movies I can't watch like um, The Exorcist I've watched many times but I find it difficult to continue to revisit it Um, I think The Ghosts and The Hauntings are good like The Others uh, or people have watched The Village which is another uh, M. Night Shyamalan Uh, Witchcraft is not bad you mentioned Rosemary's Baby last week I know you like that and um, also I think vampire movies are fantastic Uh, 30 Days of Night in 2007 is a real classic too. Yeah.
0: Uh, And then, of course, there's Dracula, which has been made many, 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 many times. Now, uh, you want to talk about Scream and we're going to hear a clip in a moment, but set the scene for us.
1: Okay, well, this is the classic phone call with the killer. So the scene begins with Casey receiving a series of mysterious and chilling phone calls to a stranger who claims to be watching her and it takes a terrifying turn. She's, if you remember, making popcorn. This is Drew Barrymore in her classic. Uh, This is directed by Wes Craven, of course, who's the very quintessential classic horror director Um, and I think you'll all know it because it Frighten the liver daylights out of me in 1996. What's your favourite scary movie? Uh, I don't know.
0: You have to have a favourite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. <laughs> no, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters?
1: Yeah. What's yours? Guess. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street.
0: Is that the one where the guy had knives for fingers? Yeah, Freddy Krueger. Freddy, that's right. I like that movie. It was scary. Wow, well, the first one was, but the rest sucked. So, you got a boyfriend? <laughs> Why? You want to ask me out on a date? Maybe. Do you have a boyfriend? Mm, no. You never told me your name. Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. Oh. Uh. No. she is being observed
1: That's chilling and a really lovely note uh, well I don't know if it's a lovely note but um, the horror master himself Wes Craven actually had a, a background in philosophy and a master's degree in psychology and writing so this intellectual background kind of contributed to the death and the complexity of his characters and mm. there he is Ghostface particularly um,
0: A lot of people you know will confuse thrillers maybe with Halloween movies. Mm. I mean, I can think of great uh, thrillers like Play Misty for Me with uh, Clint Eastwood, where he's a late night uh, DJ. um, Sleeping with the Enemy.
1: Yes, that's Fantastic Dead
0: Calm. All of these, you know, put you on the absolute edge of your seat. But they belong, I suppose, with uh, Jaws. But we're going to particularly be talking about Halloween because of the season that's in it. And there are a few... Utterly suitable for children. Halloween movies for kids.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think the kiddies are sometimes forgotten because there's some really scary movies out there. But you're right, those psychological thrillers um, are also just as good if you don't really want to be super scared. But kids Halloween movies, a hocus pocus. um, I think that's a beautiful movie. And of course, the second instalment is already out as well on Netflix. That's from 1993. It's a Disney classic and it's about the three witches who are resurrected in a modern day Salem in Massachusetts. Uh, We mentioned Casper last week. But actually, another one we didn't say um, is The Nightmare Before Christmas in 1993. That's all for Christmas as well, mm. you know, for kiddies. But plenty um, of really cute ones like Monster House, to- Hotel Transylvania. Um, one that I would definitely recommend is The Addams Family. Now, I know some children do get a little bit scared of The Addams Family uh, 1991. It's kind of kooky. It's spooky. It's a dark comedy. And I think um, it's definitely one to watch. It's a classic when it comes to kids. Frank movies. and Weenie. Frankenweenie, Tim Burton there again, yeah. Tim Burton is, you know, he's a whimsical kind of dark tale director. So not only does he do *Corpse's Bride*, but also, as I mentioned, *The Nightmare Before Christmas*. But *Frankenweenie* is a little heartwarming tale about a young boy who brings his pet dog back to life, which is quite cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, uh,
0: some of the texts coming in: the original *Nosferatu* is scary, and uh, *The Babadook* is the best in years. Okay. Another one says *Hereditary* has to be the best horror I've seen in years. *The Conjuring* is just great. For jumps,
1: it's jumps, and um, our own Simon Delaney. Actually, I think he's in. He's either in the first instalment or the second instalment. But it it is um, terrifying. The Conjuring, of course, because it's based on. Well, uh, allegedly, it's based on a real family, of course, who mm. experienced. Uh,
0: I don't know about supernatural Lisa. Supernatural powers says this texture but I found the documentary on the Omen. More scary than the actual film. <laughs>
1: <laughs> True. When you hear when you hear the backgrounds, I mean, there's amazing documentaries. If you're interested in catching them to kind of really psych yourself up for the suspense of Halloween, uh, the documentary on The Exorcist is amazing. Um, I haven't seen the one on the on The Omen, but the behind the scenes is also just as enticing because you get to hear what actually happened to directors, and you know, often spooky things happen on these sets. You know, um, so the adrenaline rush is definitely there, and fear triggers. <laughs> you want to scare yourself to death.
0: Another one here. After watching the first Halloween movie in my early 20s, I couldn't sleep with the lights off for about two years. That's uh, from Margaret. And another one. uh, After seeing Arachnophobia.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. I,
0: I was afraid of the shower for a long, long time.
1: Well, the same with Jaws. I mean, it is funny that it's in there. But if you click into your Netflix box of Halloween tricks... Jaws is there and you wouldn't think so but I mean I couldn't go in the water for years neither could most people I think so we'll definitely keep that as a horror uh, you know but then of course something like Scream you know that made 170 million worldwide that is very firmly in the horror genre and rightly so
0: Yeah Do people who like roller coasters also like horror movies I wonder you
1: know. I wonder I do like a roller coaster but I think um, I, I do love certain elements of horror because I'm not a great horror lover but I like werewolves. Movies, I I loved. And this is not a horror movie by any stretch. But Team Wolf, of course, with Michael J. Fox back mm-hmm. in the early eighties, was a classic. It's only been on television recently. Mm-hmm. But an American Werewolf in London in nineteen eighty one is a classic example. Have you have you seen that? It's oh, terrifying. Many years ago, yeah, yeah. Um, so th- many to revisit. They're fantastic.
0: We, well, we, we'll finish up with this quote which you've passed on from Wes Craven, and he said, "Horror films don't create fear; they release it."
1: Yeah. Not great, you absolutely. Oh, wonderful. I look forward to it. <laughs> Only a few more days to go.
0: Yeah, Lisa Cannon, uh, TV presenter, uh, host of Spotlight, TV producer. Thank you very much uh, for uh, joining us. Coming the Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.